When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> All right, welcome to the next podcast here. This is a um, once again review for your AP test. Uh, we're doing unit four today, American political ideologies and beliefs. It's the smallest portion of your test. It's only 10 to 15 percent. So if you're having to pick what am I going to study? Um, while well, you need to know this stuff, uh, mainly about political socialization and, and political parties, um, you know, this is the one that you could probably <clears throat> spend the least amount of time on. So we'll move pretty quickly through the, uh, the different topics that you need to know. OK, uh, first up, you know, what is political socialization? Remember, political socialization is where you get your political uh, beliefs from, your attitudes, your opinions, uh, where you get them from. OK, and it can be any number of places. Uh, the number one answer is always going to be your family. You're around them the most. Uh, you hear them talking about uh, issues that concern them. And those issues tend to bleed into you know, what you believe. So uh, family is the number one. <clears throat> you can also get uh, politically socialized through school, your friends, the media, uh, the different social environments you go to. Uh, maybe think of religious organization or um, if you're in some kind of club or something like that. <clears throat> so any number of places can help you with your political socialization, but it's mainly just where do you get your political beliefs from? Okay. <clears throat> All right. So <clears throat> what you've got your ideas, you've, you've been socialized. What else can affect you? Okay. Um, well, just getting older, all right. Um, as you move through life, there are all sorts of things that that affects your your views. Uh, you get go to school, you go to college, you get married, you have kids. All these things contribute to how you you view politics, and sometimes it changes you. You, know, you get married, or you have children, and all of a sudden things that weren't so important when you were you know single with without any kids are now important to you and maybe there's politicians that that play to that and maybe they're from a different party so those things can change uh your attitudes doesn't always okay so a lot of times you kind of get stuck as uh what you you know what you become uh but you can change okay and some of those things can uh, change your ideology and beliefs okay uh the political events out there shape uh how you're going to to feel about politics and sometimes your political socialization, uh, if you have some big events, you know, like right now, there's a whole generation of, of young people uh, who are concerned with some of the events that are going on in the world, um, whether it be uh, stuff that's going on here or, or elsewhere. Um, it's shaping the way they view politics and shaping how much they want to take part in politics. Um, you know, the. In theory, there's going to be more turnout for younger people voting and taking part in politics than ever before. Um, but we'll have to wait and see if that bears true or not. Okay. Uh, but political events 
can make a difference. It can make changes, okay, uh, in how people view uh, politics. When Clinton was impeached back in the late 90s, obviously it was a Republican versus Democrat thing, but a lot of people came out of that thinking, you know what, Clinton, he, he survived the impeachment. He was not voted out by the Senate, and it was just a witch hunt by the Republicans. They were just looking for a way to to, to get him out of there. So um, you can look at that kind of stuff. So how do we measure public opinion? The main thing that's going to affect debate and you know how do people feel about certain issues is through polling. Okay, and polling can be done in a number of ways. And you can get a phone call. You can do it online. Uh, you can take the survey. Um, they, uh, there, there's all kinds of ways to, to take part in polls. Um, there's different types. There's the opinion polls. There's benchmark or tracking polls, entrance and exit polls. Um, is there any best way to do it? No. Okay. And keep in mind when you see these polls, you got to keep in mind that there is a lot of times a, a high degree of error. Okay, margin of error. Uh, take a look at the 2016 election. Most major polls said that Clinton had this thing wrapped up. Okay, and then come election night, all of a sudden the polls are not right. There was only one poll, and there was a Los Angeles. I think it was a Los Angeles Times poll uh, that had Trump winning the the election in 2016. So, uh, just when you see the poll numbers, just keep in mind. You take a look at that sampling error. Um, you know, it could if it's close. You know, 48 to to 46 or something like that, just keep in mind that plus or minus three, four percent, you know, that could be uh, 45 to 49 instead of 48 to 46 and, and different um, and have a different story. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at polls. They're not always um, the best way to measure public opinion, but it is the way that the media does it. They love to throw polls up there and talk about what people feel like about the issues. Uh, politicians use polls <clears throat> quite a bit. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second, but uh, <clears throat> it shapes their debate. If a politician runs a poll and every politician has people that run numbers um, and they show that, hey, the American people feel this way about this issue, then they try and gear their platform toward that so they can get elected. Okay. Um, and that leads us into the policy debates. Um, in elections, uh, election cycles, uh, non-elections, uh, politicians are going to run these polls. Okay, they're going to. <clears throat> they want to know uh, what does the people, especially congressmen, they want to know what their constituents are thinking. Uh, remember, you have uh, the different models. You have the the congressmen who go off what they believe, and then you have congressmen who are going to to go off what their constituents believe. And it um, it plays a huge role sometimes in, in how they're going to decide how they're going to vote. And they want to have an idea. So they're going to run public opinion polls within their constituencies to get an idea uh, of how the, how the people feel about whatever the issue might be, whether it be something huge like uh, immigration or abortion or something you know minor. Um, they want to know so they can make the best decisions possible. Once again, the polls are not always the best option. Okay. All right. Switching gears to the political parties. 
And what we'll do is run through the the kind of the ideologies of the political parties and how that ideology affects policymaking. And then we'll concentrate, lastly, on uh, economic and social policy. Okay, Uh, so the two main parties of the the country are the Democrats and the Republicans. There are many third parties, uh, libertarians. We're not going to spend much time on them here, uh, a little bit, but not a ton. Um, just, uh, just keep in mind though, there's, there's a lot of third parties out there they're not very successful usually because of our, our system is dominated by the Republicans and Democrats. So a lot of people feel like, Oh, if I vote for a third party, I'm, I'm throwing my vote away or whatever it might be. So, uh, they just vote Democrat or Republican. Just keep that in mind. Okay. All right. So the democratic party, their, their platform is usually going to be more uh, to the liberal side, okay, to the left, and then Republicans are going to be more conservative uh, to the right. Uh, that's kind of a key thing. Most people know this, but just uh, in case you're not sure. Uh, and then that's going to kind of guide their their policymaking decisions, um, the fact that the Democrats tend to be uh, liberal and to the left and Republicans tend to be conservative and to the right, okay? Um at the end of the day, though, the policy is going to be, you know, run by the citizens, uh, at least those who are, are decided to participate, who go out and vote and write letters and call their congressmen and things like that. All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, so economic policy, uh, Democrats slash liberals, that ideology, uh, they favor more government regulation of the marketplace. So the government's heavily involved uh, in the, the, the economy and the market. Conservatives want fewer regulations. They want the government to kind of stay out of the marketplace and just let capitalism and the whole invisible hand from Adam Smith, just let him guide the market. Okay. And then libertarian, they favor little to no regulation of the marketplace. So, uh, keep the government out. They just want to protect property rights and voluntary trade. That's their big thing. All right. Uh, the differences come from different uh, theoretical supports. Okay. Uh, Keynesian, where we want to, the government to spend, 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 versus supply side, where let's let the, the producers have some benefits so they can trickle that stuff down. Okay. Uh, we get into monetary and fiscal policies. The different sides have different policies here, and a lot of times it varies from president to president, the different monetary and fiscal policies. Uh, do remember that fiscal policy is going to be stuff that the government does, so spending, taxing, things like that. Uh, monetary policy is usually going to be stuff the Fed does, Federal Reserve, remember back to your days in econ. Um, that's what that's going to come from, okay? And the president plays a role here. Congress plays a role to an extent. The Federal Reserve obviously is going to play a big role uh, in monetary policy. Um, so <clears throat> all that stuff kind of combines to form the economic policy. All right. Uh, social policy. Liberals slash Democrats tend to think that personal privacy extends further than conservative ideologies do. So um, they have. Democrats have uh, a belief that there should be uh, a lot of privacy and a lot of choice uh, by by individuals. Okay, uh, conservatives slash Republicans they tend to favor 
um, you know, unless it's like religious or educational freedom, uh, they don't think it goes as far. All right. So you don't have as many as much personal space, as much personal freedom, personal privacy as you would with the Democrats and the liberals. OK, um, conservatives favor less government involvement uh, and they view that as you know, ensuring their social and economic e equality if the government's staying out. All right. Uh, libertarians, they disfavor any government intervention beyond, once again, the protection of private property and individual liberty. That's their, that's their big thing. That's their big big deal is that uh, private property and individual liberty. Other than that, government stay out. Okay. Um, the the policies the social policies that are out there uh, they reflect the success of these different perspectives in the political parties okay remember the political parties can be split we have a, kind of a, a minor split not a big one in the democrats in congress right now with uh, some of the the more radical left-wing people uh versus some of the more moderate left uh, left-leaning democrats so um it's not always going to be just cut and dry hey Democrats are all the same. Republicans are all the same. There's different, there's different groups. There's different viewpoints on both sides. So you can't just lump oh, Republicans all believe this, this, and this, and Democrats all believe this, this, and this. There's always going to be some differences uh, within the party. So just keep that in mind when you're talking to people. Oh, I'm a Republican. Well, you know, it's, it's not a guarantee that they're just like every Republican, you know. And if you're talking to a Democrat, oh, I'm a Democrat. It doesn't guarantee that they're going to be like every Democrat you ever talked to. Okay. All right. So once again, this was a short one. Uh, unit four is only uh, 10 to 15 percent of the exam. So not a giant one. We have one more. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, unit five political participation, it is 20 to 27 percent of the exam. Um, so we'll get that done. Uh, probably get it posted soon tomorrow, hopefully. And uh, then there'll be one more <coughs> where I just talk about the exam, the multiple choice section. Uh, and the FRQs and just some test taking strategies and things like that. Okay. Hope everybody's well. Take care.